Hello and welcome to another edition of Addition. I'm your host, Adi Adewusi, product manager, mathematician, futurist, tech optimist, artist, creator, all of the above. And I am back to give you the news, an update on tech, stocks, crypto, and also sprinkle in some career advice. So thank you for listening. If you're not already, go ahead and hit follow or subscribe on your podcast player. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'm also very active on Twitter and TikTok at EditionPod and also on Instagram at Edition with Addy. All of those links will be in the show notes and definitely subscribe to the Edition Pod Substack because that way you get all of my new episodes straight to your email inbox and you will be invited to join the Edition DAO once I have finished setting it up. Okay, so let's get to the markets. The markets are terrible right now. Bitcoin is down 14% in the last seven days. Um, it's under 40K now, it's hovering around 39. Ethereum is down 15% in the last seven days. Also, it went below 3,000. Um, it's currently at 2,900 around that. So, to help you if you're invested in crypto, especially if you bought, you know, when the prices were going up versus when the prices were going down. Just remember that if you bought one Ethereum, you still own one Ethereum. If you use um, dApps, which are decentralized apps on the Ethereum blockchain, you're, you're not going to be, if you're spending in Ethereum and the price of Ethereum goes down in relation to the dollar, your, your purchasing power has not changed. Um, but most of you listening are likely not spending time using Ethereum on Web3. You are just invested in it because you think the price is going to go up. So this is not a great time for you. But if you do want to maximize your return or minimize your loss, there are a lot of opportunities to get yield on your crypto through something called DeFi, which is decentralized finance. So I will do a deep dive on DeFi in a later episode, but just search DeFi and and do some research, get familiar with it. It's basically a way to lend your crypto to others and get interest. Um, you can also stake your crypto, um, which basically locks it up in a pool um, that you can earn, you know, an interest on that. That being said, be careful. Um, Bridges to DeFi are known to be hacked. Uh, there is a way to stake your crypto in, you know, a Coinbase or a Gemini. So basically, there are ways to earn on your crypto even if the price is down. Still in your your exchange, like crypto or or sorry, like Coinbase or Gemini, or you can also do it via various DeFi protocols. Um, Again, that I would say this is more advanced. I have not used DeFi yet. Um, I need to feel more secure um, about like the money that I'm putting in there, but it is a great resource um, to earn yield on your crypto when the prices are not so hot. Okay, um, S&P 500, the week, it's down 1.7%. The NASDAQ um, is down 2.18%. So 
investments are not doing great across the board. Maybe you own a home or a car and your investments are doing great, but if you're in stocks or crypto, not a great week for you. Um, whenever my investments aren't going well, I take that as an opportunity to focus on earning more whether that's starting a side hustle or networking to see if there's new positions available that are higher paying, um, potentially discussing a promotion with your manager or raise and always be interviewing just in case. Um, at the end of the day, we're all working to build wealth so we can retire and either do a second career or, um, just hang out on the beach. So always keep that in mind. Um, if your investments aren't growing, then your, your salary needs to be growing. Your income needs to be growing. Okay. The hot topic in tech. So I'm only talking about this because I talked about it last week and the news has changed. Elon Musk, who bought 9.2% of Twitter has declined joining Twitter's board People are saying it's because he didn't want to go through the background check. There are also rumors that there are certain things that you can't say if you're officially on the board of Twitter. They sign a, they make you sign a non-disclosure agreement. I don't know exactly why, but Elon Musk still is the largest shareholder of Twitter, um, but he is not going to be sitting on the board. He said thanks, but no thanks. Okay, so I'm going to do a career segment. Um, and I shared on LinkedIn, if you are in tech and have an interesting career path and want to tell your story, I would love to interview you for the edition show. Um, it will be a short interview. Um, I have 30 minute slots on my Calendly. So if you're interested, email me at editionpod at gmail.com. And I would love to tell your career story. So I'm going to talk about what a pro what is a product manager? Um, because I say that every episode, like I'm Addy, I'm a product manager and a product manager is definitely one of those roles that doesn't have a hard definition and it varies from company to company. So for me, um, from my perspective, working at Microsoft, a product manager is someone who designs the product. Um, if, and if you don't know what a product is, especially in tech, uh, Gmail is a product. Slack is a product, um, you know, YouTube is a product, right? So a product can be something as huge as YouTube or Facebook, or it can be something as, um, some relatively small as for example, Calendly, um, or, you know, Gmail is a lot smaller than YouTube per se, but whatever the product is, um, that is what the product manager is designing. So, a product manager is very focused on what is the user experience of this product. So let's say we're talking about YouTube. Um, there are two sides of um, users for YouTube. There are the people that are uploading videos to YouTube, and then there are people watching, you, um, watching YouTube videos. So the like button is a feature on the YouTube product. A product manager decided it would be a good idea for people to be able to like videos. Um, the comment section, you know, how does that product work? And initially YouTube didn't have all the products or all the features that it has now in the product. So there's something called a product roadmap where first you identify the minimum viable product. 
which what is the bare minimum that we can set up on this website for people to be able to watch and share YouTube videos. Okay. So once you have your minimum viable product and identify what those features are, then think about what is going to add impact, user delight, uh, customer happy, happiness to the product. So um, we typically plan like six months in advance, like what are the features that we're going to add to the product. Um, so. I would work with the people who are going to be using the product and um, get their feedback on the features that I think they need. They're going to tell me features that they want. I then put all those features together, prioritize them, and then talk about the plan with the engineers. So a product manager is typically sitting between their stakeholders and which are typically on the business end. They're either internal business stakeholders or they're actual users of the product that don't work for the company. Um, and then the engineering team is the team that is going to build the product. So what makes a great product manager? One, attention to detail. Um, engineers need things breaking down very clearly with extreme clarity for, in order for them to build them. Similarly, the business stakeholders need to clearly understand what they are asking for. So part of the product manager's job is to help the businesses um, refine their requests in a way that it can be divided up into features and then shared with engineering. Two, you have to be very assertive because just because there's the word manager in your name, it doesn't mean that people are actually going to report to you. Um, and I can't imagine ever a situation where engineers report to a product manager and definitely your stakeholders don't report to you either. So even though they know your job and your role is to be the product manager, it's still on you as a product manager to influence and lead without having direct reports. And this requires a lot of escalations. This requires a lot of difficult conversation. So you have to be comfortable being assertive if you're going to be a product manager. And, and three, you have to be able to prioritize. You're going to have your stakeholders who are going to say, I want this, 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 and this by X date. And you know, it is impossible. So you have to have that conversation about, well, what is your priority? And similar, the engineers need very clear prioritization because they're not going to be able to necessarily deliver everything magically on time, according to your calendar. Then, you know, no product is perfect. You're going to get bugs, you know, bug tickets, people saying, oh, this isn't working or I wasn't expecting this. We need to fix this. And I need to then also prioritize all of those bugs because they, the engineering teams can only work with one at a time. So it's a great um, exercise in optimization. You have a limited amount of resources and you want to maximize um, the delight that users of your product get. So I'm happy to answer more questions on what is a product manager, um, how to become a product manager. If you are interested in that, um, email me at editionpod at gmail.com 
or send me a DM on whatever platform you're watching this in or comment on the YouTube. Whatever is easiest for you to get to me, I check all of the avenues. So hopefully that gave you a little bit of an overview on what a product manager is. Okay, what am I geeked out about this week? Um, so TV has been excellent. I watched the finale of The Dropout, which is the Elizabeth Holmes story. Um, I watched the next episode of We Crashed. I need to watch the, um, la or I think it's the last episode of Super Pumped. I love all of these shows in their own way. Um, of course, The Dropout is by far like the most dramatic, most intense. Definitely they're going to win Oscars or sorry, Emmys. But I, I love the stories of We Crashed and Super Pumped as well. Um, and then I also binge watch Ultimatum on Netflix. That is excellent television. It's like if Too Hot to Handle and Married at First Sight had a baby. Um, if you want to see young people get into s serious relationships and put their relationships in jeopardy by dating other people on television, definitely check that out. Um, I also want to give an update on the Edition DAO. I am making progress. It turns out not to be as easy as I thought. Um, right now I'm deciding between building the DAO on Solana or building the DAO on Polygon with Ethereum. So let me know if there's one that would have a better outcome. I'm definitely wanting to do it on Ethereum because Ethereum is purely decentralized, but Ethereum is not making it easy right now. So I will give you an update on that, And but it is really fun to mess around with Web3. Well, that's today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I will see you later this week and have a great day.